What's up, royal family? Guess what? I'm back for another episode. Yes, this is the Queen X podcast. This is the podcast where I get on here and I chop it up with you guys about inspirational, liberating, um, black empowerment on an everyday basis. Just, you know, chopping it up about things that are important to me, things that I think should be important to us as a community and as a society. Um, Yeah, so... Last week, I put out an episode that had has got me crazy, crazy feedback. So first of all, I want to say thank you to each and every single one of you that listened to that episode, shared that episode, um, and sent me messages and gave me feedback about that episode. Y'all really, really enjoyed that topic. Um, I gotta admit, the majority of people that liked it and enjoyed it were Black women because I was talking about Black women shit and how we ain't taking that shit no more. But at the same time, kind of giving a little... Um, tough love hug to our black men out there. So thank you guys for the support on that. Um, Also, thank you guys for the support on the um, article that Dallas Voyage wrote on me. I shared it on my Facebook page, shared it on my um, Instagram story on um, the Queen X pod page. Um, Or maybe my personal page. I can't even remember, but um, I got hella shares instantly on that. So thank you guys for spreading awareness on that article, um, for taking the time out to read my story and um, hear about how I got into entrepreneurship and just where I came from as a woman. And um, I really, really appreciate um, you guys rocking with me, just showing the support and loving on me. Um, So what else? What have I been doing this past week? Um... I'm actually back home in Ark City right now, staying at my grandpa's house, visiting family, hanging out with family from uh, my grandpa's side of the family, as well as my grandmother's side of the family, um, tapping in and visiting some old friends. Um, yeah, and just me and Mello really just chilling. We have like the, it, we're here during the week, so you know, everybody's pretty much at work, but in the evening time, I get to hang out and spend time with family, so we get some downtime during the daytime, and then in the evening time, we get lots and lots of family time, um, which has been very important. Um, our family's currently going through a loss right now, so just being here and going through the motions and experiencing this with the family and not being so disconnected from the family has really been. Um, helpful to say the least. It's been helpful for me and I hope that I'm um, helpful and comforting for my family also. But um, aside from that, let's go ahead and let's jump into this episode. So in this episode, um, we are, of course, going to have a Black Business Spotlight and our Black Business Spotlight for this week is going to be a book review. It's going to be a book review, a book called The Color Line, and it's by Tiffany Richardson. You can find this book on Amazon. I read it on Amazon um, Prime or on the Amazon Kindle app. Um, And I actually met Tiffany. Um, She's a black author. I met her in a Facebook group. So I will give you my take on what I thought of The Color Line book. Um, But before that... I have an interview for you. Yes, I have another interview. I have an interview with Christian Ayana. She is a model, a poet, an artist, and an empowerment coach in ATL, Georgia. Um, I She's working on a project right now called Shades of Beauty. Um, so we'll get into that a little bit more in the interview. But before that, 
you know I gotta do my balance segment where I talk about my royal fuck-ups and what I am the queen of. So we'll take a break and I'll be right back. reach that point in time in the episode where we do our balance segment where I um, tell you where I have been royally fucking up in this last week, last week and a half, last two weeks, depending on whenever I put this episode out. And then I balance it out by telling you what I have been the queen of or what the fuck I have been ruling at. Um, So first, let's get into the royal fuck up. Where have I really royally been fucking up? consistency I have never been that great with consistency I wish that I could be better with consistency I'm really trying to be better with consistency but this past week I've really been fucking sucking at it so um I I know my dog I know that Mello is a little psycho I know that he loves to be next to me I know what he likes to eat what he likes to drink just how he likes to play I know my dog So we're here spending time at my grandpa's house, hanging out with family, and um, I know that Mello, on a regular basis, he generally just eats dog food, but whenever I'm cooking, he low-key, and this is not anything that the Roz and I pushed, but he's a vegan also. He really doesn't like to eat meat. I've had people that have tried to give him meat before, and he literally just like instantly gets sick and poops it out or whatever the case is. Um, He loves to eat green bell peppers. He likes to eat dog food. He just doesn't really eat anything that has meat in it. Well, my grandpa, he's, you know, as most grandfathers are, they're, you know, they just do what they've been doing for the last however many years they've been alive. They just live their life. So he's always given dogs um, bones, you know, maybe has a little bit of meat on it. Maybe not. So um, we've been spending time down here and he's trying to make friends with Mello and Mello's trying to make friends with him, but he's very intimidated because my grandfather is a very large man. Like he's very, very tall, huge in stature, just, you know, is wonderful. He's a very healthy, strong black man. Um, So we've been feeding Mello chicken bones for the last couple of days. And uh, last night, it actually finally caught up to us. My inconsistency with his diet caught up to us. He pooped on the floor in the house, um, which is completely abnormal because he is on a regular bathroom schedule. He eats at the same time every day. So he goes to the bathroom at the same time every day. That did not happen last night. He actually threw up. He pooped in the house. I had to clean it up. We slept in the same room and he was just gassy all night. Literally, his gas was so disgusting that it was waking me up. And it's not even his fault. He was very ashamed. He thought he was going to get in trouble. He's hiding from me for like hours. And um, I felt really bad for him because it was my inconsistency with his diet that caused him to get sick. Um, And so now he's just like laid up under me because (laughs) he's probably not feeling that well so I'm trying to take care of him but I royally fucked up by not being consistent with his diet like I'm consistent with my diet (sighs) mama will do better but where I have been the queen of and why I can give myself a pat on the back is this upcoming January is my golden birthday and I will be turning 31 on the 31st of January. Aquarius shit, gang, gang. Um, and my family is planning a trip. We're going to take a cruise. And so I have really been like on my um 
travel agent shit. Like I've really been uh, really been good about planning things way ahead of time, making sure that everybody has all the information, what we're going to need to get our passports, how early we should be getting our passports, where we're going to be docking at, what are the excursions we can go on? How are we going to get to the port? Um, do we want to get, how early do we want to get to the port? How late do we want to stay whenever we come back? Um, Cause we're leaving from Miami. So do we want to stay for a couple of days? How are we going to do our traveling? Like I have really been on top of it and I'm proud of myself. Yeah, so I'm super impressed with um, my planning skills on this because usually I'm just a super laid back person that's like, it doesn't matter. We can plan it. We cannot plan it. We're just going to show up wherever we're at, whatever we're doing. We're going to have a good time. Doesn't even matter. Um, So I'm impressed with myself. I'm impressed that I'm taking on this plan ahead, responsible mentality and mapping out how good of a time we're going to have mostly because we're going to be in foreign countries you know and I've just I've never been there before so I want to make sure that um, we're not just spending a lot of time walking around looking for something to do and we already kind of know what we want to do and where we need to be so that's what I've been the queen of Christian Ayana, otherwise known as the OG Chocolate Drop, was born in Atlanta, Georgia. As the youngest of three girls, she found herself being sheltered by her parents. In her times of loneliness and solitude, she found peace and love for art. When she was at home and away from the criticism of the outside world, she was at peace. While at peace, Christian's passion for art grew specifically for fashion, drawing, poetry, music, singing, and lyricism. Christian's love for writing was evident when she began winning awards in school for her writing skills. She always knew that in her future, she would become a writer of some sort. And she was right. Christian is a self-publisher of a poetry book and a photography book in which she edited and graphically designed herself. Aside from being a self-published author, Christian is a full-time model. Her inspiration for modeling also started when she was at at a young age. Everywhere she stepped, she was praised by her older generations for her dark skin. These generations encouraged her to start modeling. However, at school, around her peers, she was often judged for being dark-skinned. She was hated for having dark skin, torn from confidence, and quickly found herself being isolated. It wasn't until her freshman year of college that she fully gained her self-confidence. This newly found confidence is portrayed in her modeling today. Christian's goal for modeling is to inspire others and be living proof that you can succeed with dark skin in a world that praises the lighter complexions. It hasn't been easy for Christian as a dark skin model, but she uses her platform to show that though dark skin isn't a preference in this society, that doesn't mean that it is a flaw. From trials and tribulations, Christian has found that strength to speak on colorism by creating a black empowerment platform that uplifts the black community, specifically those with dark skin tones. She does this by praising darker individuals through pictures and teaching her audience how to self-care, gain self-love, and find the same peace that she found as a child. From the concrete, a rose was born. So Christian, tell our audience about 3.50 a.m., 
and why you felt it was necessary for the universe and society to have this project. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in and taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to me. I hope I'm interesting enough. (laughs) So 3.50am is a poetry book that I started writing in 2016 and published in 2017. 350 AM traces my life as a very young and naive girl who was transitioning into a woman. It was important for me to publish this book and let the universe and society take a glance into my life because as a leader in my community, I believe that it is important to connect and be as genuine as possible with the audience um, that you are leading. The overall purpose of 3.50am is to show young adults who are finding themselves that it is okay to hurt and it is okay to be emotional. I hope that sharing my experiences will give people the confidence to share their personal journeys as well. So Christian, how did Shades of Beauty develop? So this is a funny story. Well, maybe not too funny. I don't know. (laughs) Um, One day I was sitting on my couch talking to my sister and just expressing my frustrations towards colorism. As I'm talking, my sister begins to tell me about the whole Chris Brown controversy. Um, Everyone knows about that. It was in the shade room. Yeah, that. (laughs) She begins to express to me how um Chris Brown shows so much discrimination towards women of color um in his song. This made me even more frustrated and I began thinking about my personal dealings with colorism. As the conversation kept going, I started to think of ways that I can use my modeling platform to address colorism. Then Shades of Beauty came about, and the origin of the name is another story. (laughs) I recently launched a project called the Shades of Beauty Chapter Run Project, which addresses colorism. I had 14 models help me accomplish this project by um, participating in a photo shoot that I put together. The pictures that we came up with are so amazing and I want everyone to just go and look at those pictures because they're very touching and yeah. Christian, what has been your relationship with your melanin growing up? Growing up, I've been through a lot in terms of having dark skin. If I was to tell you every story, this podcast would be super long. And I don't want to bore you guys. (laughs) I was bullied a lot growing up. The bullying started when I transitioned from attending private schools in the predominantly black county to attending um, public schools in a predominantly diverse county. Well, I don't know if I said that right. I went from attending private schools to, to attending public schools. Hey, 
Um, so when I started attending public schools, I was being called names like darkness, burnt, African, as if there's something wrong with being African, which there's not. Okay, there's not. <laughs> Objects were thrown at me and just a whole bunch of horrible stuff. It was as if I was living during segregation, but the only difference was it was my own people discriminating against me. And when I started to fight back and to gain strength, I became the problem to everyone else except for the people um, that was in my household. Everyone outside my home looked at it as, you know, kids just playing around and joking around. All of that hate made me, you know, hate my own skin as a child. Christian, do you think that colorism is different between black people and non-people of color? Or is it pretty much the same, like totally across the board? Alright, so colorism is the discrimination of dark skin tones. It doesn't matter your ethnicity. Um, the darker you are, period, the more hate will be shown towards you. However, the majority of black people do show more hate towards their own people than they show towards other ethnic groups. But that has to do with um, society's conditioning. This is probably one of my favorite questions. Um, why do you feel like being unapologetically black is so important in 2019? Being unapologetically black is extremely important in 2019 because discrimination against the black community and colorism has become more prevalent than it has since, you know, the 1950s and prior. No, the 1960s and prior. Um, we have police pulling over people of color for fictional reasons to celebrities, a.k.a. Chris Brown, expressing their hate for dark skin in their songs. And Chris Brown is just one person out of many. The cause of this stems from, you know, the hate of skin color and tones. This is why being unapologetically black is extremely important today. When we show society that we love our skin, in turn, society will eventually catch on and love our skin also. And if they don't, then that's okay too. <laughs> There's literally so much wisdom wrapped up in your 23-year-old body and mind. I absolutely love it. Um, do you think that there's a difference between being proud to be Black in 2019 versus being proud to be Black in our parents' time? Um, I believe there is a difference with being proud to be Black in our time than in our parents' time. I believe that though experiencing more struggles due to the color of their skin, blacks in our parents' time still accepted and loved their skin. So I was born in 1990, 
five. I was about to say I was born in 1990. No, I wasn't. I was born in 1995, and my parents were born in the 1960s. So, just pointing that out to you guys. I felt like they loved their skin more than the blacks in 2019 and this generation. Because, okay, the majority of blacks in our generation are less proud. Society has become more westernized and conditioned. Due to, due to this, you see more skin bleaching and surgery to alter skin to lighter complexions. Who are you hoping to influence with the Shades of Beauty project? Well, first, I hope to influence all ethnic groups in all shades of color but mainly the black community. In 2019, the majority of um, the black community is expressing the most colorism towards their own people. If we don't love ourselves, how do we expect to love, how do we expect others to love us? Let me say that again. <laughs> if we don't love ourselves, how do we expect others to love us? Specifically, I hope to influence individuals with darker skin tones who have faced controversy like I have due to the color of their skin. On a broader range, I hope to influence the world. If you enjoyed what you heard, need encouragement, lessons on self-love, would like to get involved and be a part of Shades of Beauty Chapter 2, or just need someone to talk to, follow Shades of Beauty on Instagram, S-H-V-D-E-S-O-F-B-E-A-U-T-Y. Also, to follow my my modeling journey, Follow Christian Ayana on Instagram, K-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-A-Y-A-N-A. You can also find a copy at 350 a.m. on com, or on my Instagram page at Christian Ayana. Thank you guys for listening to me. I hope you enjoyed my interview and I love you all. Thank you. Christian is so young, so vibrant, so talented, so full of life, and she has a phenomenal story, so do yourselves a favor. Um, If not, if her story did not resonate with you, but it may resonate with one of your kids or a sibling or a friend at work, um, share, if not the full podcast, at least share her story um, with someone that you know that is either dealing with colorism or that may be um, making other people feel like they are less than just because of their skin tone. Some people really literally just don't have that perspective and 
I just feel like Christian's project is the perfect project to bring that to light and to bring encouragement and empowerment. And most of all, love, love for all shades because um, beauty comes in all shades. Okay, so definitely follow Shades of Beauty on Instagram. Keep up with Christian. And if you want to be a part of Shades of Beauty part two, she gave you all the information that you need to um, link up with her and make that a possibility. So you know what that means. That means that now we have come to that part of the podcast where I show light and put the spotlight on a black business that I have um, been utilizing, that I discovered, that I am um, participating with right now, um, and that I want to spread and put some awareness uh, to my following and my platform and my audience. Um, So this is actually going to be a book review. So like I told you at the beginning of the episode, I read The Colored Line by Tiffany Richardson, who is a author that um, a female black author that I met in a Black Girls Read 2 Facebook group. Um, I will definitely be leaving a link to the book uh, that you can find on Amazon. Uh, Make sure that if you do decide to read this book, you please, please, please leave a review for the author um, on Goodreads and on Amazon.com. It's always a good idea anytime that you use a product from a small business or an entrepreneur or an artist, a creative, they leave a review and let people know how you feel about the product or about the project. Um, So my... My personal breakdown of um, The Colored Line, um, without giving away too much of the story, is about um, two officers, a white male officer by the name of Spencer and a female uh, black officer by the name of Nola. And um, Spencer lives by himself. Nola lives in a house with her mother. Her father died whenever she was a child. Um, and they went through training together and somehow they end up becoming partners, um, and they fall in love. So, uh, Tiffany did a really, really good job of giving the proper background on each character from, um, the character's parents to the characters, um, the main characters to their friends to the other officers um it's just a really good a really well put together story as far as like getting to know who the characters are and making you feel some like whatever it is that she's trying to get across that you to you that she wants you to feel for these characters she does a very good job of making sure that you are going to have those feelings towards these characters so I really liked that um it was not a predictable story at all First of all, um, as soon as I started reading, like within the first couple chapters, and I realized that this young black woman was going to be becoming a police officer, I was, I mean, you see what the climate is with black people in the police right now. Like, I'm like, what is this going to be like? Is she going to be black, but she's whitewashed and she want to be white? Is this going to be like, she's going to be out here beating on brothers and sisters too? Is this going to be like, she's trying to infiltrate from the inside? Like, what is this really going to be about? Um, she doesn't really go too, too much into, I mean, she does give a little bit of detail as to why, um, Nola wants to become a police officer and what her stance and, you know, where she fits into being a police officer, but it very much is a love story. So it kind of more focuses on Spencer and Nola falling in love with each other, 
which I think is absolutely beautiful. I love a good love story, okay? Um, what else? Oh, another aspect that I really liked about um, it having these characters be so detailed about their personalities and their background stories and their love story is that for me, it humanized police officers. Not even gonna lie. Um, I was in the beginning very much like, I really don't know if I'm gonna give a fuck about what's going on with these police officers in their lives. Um, but it humanized them. And so I like that aspect of it also. Um, it does keep the reality of racism and the idea of mixed couples in the South because they do have, you know, a little bit of issues. They touch on that a little bit. Um, all in all, I really like the story. Be prepared to cry, okay? When it comes to love, you already know it's going to tug at your heartstrings. But definitely support this author, support this sister. She is coming out with more books. Um, I do believe that she does have other books that are on Amazon. So I'll definitely put a link in the... Um, show notes so that you guys can just tap on it and go and check her out and yeah give this sister uh literally i read this entire book pretty much while i was on the road with the Roz, and it maybe took me like i don't know two days i split my time up and i was able to finish it in about two days so yeah thank you tiffany richardson for submitting this book and letting me read it and share this with my audience and so if you guys are interested um click the link check her out support tiffany um, and that wraps up the Black Business Spotlight. And that also wraps up this episode. Thank you guys so much for chopping it up with me, hanging out with me. I greatly appreciate you. Um, if you are into this episode, leave me some comments on this episode um, on Instagram or on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at QueenXPod. Find me on Facebook at QueenX or you can shoot me an email at hello at QueenX.co. Um, I have had a couple people that have hit me up on Facebook and sent me like questions, think personal things that they're going through that they were like, I don't really know, know you, but I like how objective you are. And so they asked me for advice on a couple of personal situations they were dealing with. So I may um, ask them if it's okay if I share their scenario, no names, of course, and then um, kind of tell you guys how I would handle the situation or what my uh, best advice would be for the situation. If you know of any black therapist that would be interested in coming on the show and collaborating with me on a segment, I have a really dope idea for something that I want to do that I want to get more black therapists involved in. Um, send them my way or shoot me their information at hello at queenx.co. Um, I look forward to hearing you guys feedback on this episode and Um, I look forward to bringing you more creative content. I have a lot, a lot, a lot of things I have planned. I have a Patreon. So I'll be asking people to make donations to the Patreon so that I can get some of this stuff um, completed. If you know of a black business that's interested in um, being a sponsor on the Queen X podcast, tell them to hit a sister up. I'm gonna holla at y'all later. Peace.